What is up, boys and girls, and welcome back to Laying the Points with Farley Betts. My name is Chris R. Farley, aka at Farley Betts on Twitter. And I welcome you to another show. We are here every single week talking the NFL throughout the entire season. And I certainly hope that I have helped many of you win more of your bets. Of course, I should have because we are 81, 59, and 4 for plus 26.71 units against the spread this season. And that's mostly what I talk about, right, is against the spread. You look at some of my other records, not so hot <laughs> this year in the NFL. Totals really started to regress late, but we'll get to more of those things. We'll get to more of the props that we're thinking for the Super Bowl. Super Bowl 58 this Sunday. Last week, we had our podcast on betting the spread, which is basically betting who you think is going to win this game because it's such a tight spread, right? And I had a lot to say about that. I'll say a little bit more. I'll expand perhaps a little bit more because I can't help it with some of the props that I have. But if you're looking for my comprehensive analysis of which side to take in the Super Bowl, I would urge you to listen to the podcast last week. Again, my name is Chris R. Farley, and I've been doing this for quite a while, four years as a pro better, betting for about 14 years. And I've had this podcast now for three years, one in circa in 2021, and we have had three years of great records and winnings in the NBA and NFL above all sports. But we went across all sports, tennis, UFC, you name it. Baseball really is the only one that got us and got us pretty hard in 2022. Uh, don't really bet baseball anymore for that reason. Not It's not my shtick. But we appreciate you listening to Laying the Points. And this is a good segue for a little update about Laying the Points. As many of you know, and I think many of you enjoy it when I talk more about my personal life or just like, you know, normal everyday things that we all go through, right? If you don't know, I'll remind you. I have an 11-month-old daughter. Well, she's about to be 11 months soon. Um, I have a nine to five job. I do this podcast for free. I don't get any money for it. It's not monetized in any way. And, you know, it's taken on a lot of different iterations the last three years, but basically it's a sports betting podcast, right? We're trying to not only help you win your bets, but, you know, introduce you to the way that I think the way that I approach sports betting, because it's different than a way that a lot of other handicappers do it, right? This is a very data-driven world. Everyone has models now, it seems, and things like that. I have models per se. I have ways that I churn out information. And of course, we all have to recognize data. But as you know, if you've been a listener of this show, or if you're new to this show, I'll just explain it to you now. My perspective is a little different because I take into account a lot of human and group behavior concepts, right? Like that's like, I'm looking at this as a more macro social experiment because that's what I like. I like figuring out people and I think I'm pretty good at it, especially in sports like the NBA and the NFL, which are like a damn soap opera, right? We, we look at these players, we see them every year, we see their tendencies, we know where they're good, where they thrive, where they don't. And yes, at the end of the day, the number matters most. That is always no pro sports better worth their salt is going to tell you any different, right? The number is what matters, right? You want to get on the right side of the number. 
But in pro sports, there are so many intangible factors to consider. A lot of those factors I'm considering about the Super Bowl, which you can listen to from last week's podcast. But all that to say, I've really enjoyed this podcast for the past three years. And I'm not telling you, I'm not about to tell you that I'm shutting down this podcast. What I am telling you is I'm going to take February off. After this podcast, you're not going to hear from laying the points at least until the end of February and maybe beyond because I need to take a step back and I need to consider how can I best produce this podcast in a way that gives you digestible content in a way that you enjoy, maybe with a new flavor or a new guest or a new approach or philosophy or style. I'm going to step back and take a look at this podcast and what I want it to be because as I was saying before, 11-month-old, 9-to-5 job. I'm a writer for Sports Wagers. I send out premium picks. I'm on the BetUS NBA show. And my journey with PicksWise is probably over now that the NFL season is over. But let me tell you, it's been busy over here at the Farley household. So I need to take a mental health break. I also just want to look at this podcast and figure out how I can make it the best product possible, not only for you, but so I could monetize this bad boy eventually. So appreciate your, your understanding uh, after the Super Bowl. Going to take that step back at least until March. Probably going to proceed with a lot of NBA information at that point. But we'll see. Like We'll see what we do at that point. I don't want to make any promises just yet because, like I said at the start too, right? This, this isn't monetized. I don't make any money from this. What I want to do is, of course, um, enhance and promote my brand. But, but also just help you and share valuable information so that when you listen to Farley Bets, when you listen to Laying the Points, you, you know that you're hearing it from somebody who has you in mind, and, and, and hopefully you're getting really solid information to continue learning and growing as a sports better. Because we know th- this is a very public endeavor now, right? Everybody's betting. $23 billion will be bet on a single game, the Super Bowl, this weekend. And that's just domestic, right? Like just books, sports books here in the, in the United States, like across the world, that number is going to be way higher than 23 billion. So, I mean, that's a number that most of us can't comprehend. I know I can't. There's a lot of money in this business and there's a lot of people who aren't very honest about the way that they approach their bets or the way to succeed long-term. That's what we try to do here. And we will continue to do that. Just give me a hot second to take a step back and consider what this is going to be next. Okay. Now, before I get to some props that I like for Super Bowl 58, let me just make this statement. As somebody who is backing the Chiefs, which, you know, spoiler alert, again, you can listen to the podcast from last week about why I'm doing that. But as somebody who's backing the Chiefs, I love what I heard from the crowd at these media days, a lot of boos for Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and the Chiefs in general. Someone like Brock Purdy, Christian McCaffrey, uh, Greg Kittle, is it George Kittle? George Kittle, <laughs> uh, getting you know more adulation, more cheers, and maybe that's going to be the case in the Super Bowl. Love that because what Mahomes is doing is the same thing that Joe Burrow has learned. And is the same thing that Tom Brady has done over and over and over. And it's the reason, or it's one of the biggest reasons why he was such a winner or the greatest winner over his career. The greats are taking 
notes on what Tom Brady did. And what Patrick Mahomes does is he uses any motivation possible to bring out the best in him, his team, and their to- and, you know their focus in totality, right? Their combined focus. You can just tell. Mahomes doesn't give a shit about all this media day stuff. Been here before. Same with Chris Jones. Same with Travis Kelsey. Same with Andy Reid. Same with all these guys. And they are embracing the role as the heel, the villain. Good luck beating Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, embracing that role. I'm telling you. (laughs) You know, uh, nobody knows what's going to happen. Nobody can predict the future. I love that. I love that for the Chiefs. I love that for their motivation, for their fire, for the way they're going to start and finish this game. All right, let's get to these props. We've seen it from Purdy and the 49ers before. We've seen them start these games very slowly. Certainly started slowly against the Lions in the NFC title game, but also started very slowly against the Packers. Packers outplayed them for, in my opinion, that entire game. But what I've seen from Purdy, who is a very good player, his team deserves to be in the Super Bowl, and he deserves a lot of credit for the way he finished that game last week. However, they start kind of slow. Purdy, who just turned 24 years old. Again, it's not like he's a, a late 24 years old. Like, his brain is a little more developed than I might think. No, 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 no. He just turned 24. He was 23 a month ago. Yeah, a month or so ago. It's an immature brain. That's a psychological, science, scientific fact, neurological fact. And we see him in the start of these games just be a little shook, right? Which is understandable. These are huge games, games he's never been in before, intense pressure. And we can certainly make the case that the Kansas City Chiefs defense is going to be the best unit on the field this Sunday. Traditionally, like a lot of pro sports bettors love to take unders early in games. I don't mind first half under seven and a half points, actually. I I could see that happening, right? Two very talented defenses taking advantage of those early nerves that the Super Bowl presents. But I especially like that for the Chiefs in the first half. I would consider the Chiefs first half plus 0.5, which that varies depending on book. Like FanDuel has it at one and a half, DraftKings at plus 0.5. Just make sure you get on the plus side, whether that's 0.5 or 1.5. Of course, the 1.5 is has inflated juice at FanDuel. But I like the Chiefs early in this one because Mahomes, the experience that they have, they are not going to be as shook. We've seen the 49ers stumble early. I think Purdy needs to adjust in these games. He needs to kind of settle in. Um, you know, we see him force passes early. We see him need a moment to, to figure out the opposing defense, and he's going to need a moment against Steve Spagnola and a really, really good Chiefs defense. So Chiefs in the first half, and maybe also consider 49ers in the second half, or maybe something like first half total touchdowns, Chiefs over one and a half, San Francisco second half total touchdowns over one and a half, because that's the narrative that I see for this game. San Francisco coming back, trying to come back like they did last week against the Lions, 
Now, again, Chiefs are not going to make the same mistakes as the Lions made. The Chiefs know how to close out games. Lamar Jackson and the Ravens scored one touchdown in the AFC title game in Baltimore in the first quarter and did not get in the red zone. I'm sorry, did not get in the end zone again in that game. Chiefs know how to close out games. However, I think it's worth the value because of what we've seen from Purdy and all the talent on that offense and the urgency. I think he needs to be in rhythm to be good. Like Mahomes doesn't need anything to be good. He's he's going to execute. I think Purdy needs that rhythm. So look at San Francisco in the second half, maybe total t- TDs in the second half. I would also look at Purdy's rushing yards. Like I took an alt over 25 rushing yards for plus 300. Why? Because of how good that Chiefs secondary is, because of how good their defensive line is with Chris Jones. He's going to be on the run, and he's going to have to extend plays. And we saw Purdy when they were playing behind before using his legs and extending those plays to will his team to win that game against the Lions. Of course, a much different defense are the Lions than the Chiefs. However, I do think Purdy will be in this situation fairly often right from the beginning, and I can see him far eclipsing even 25 rushing yards, but we got 11 and a half rushing yards at FanDuel um, minus 110 on the juice a week ago. I don't know where everything is now, but I like his rushing props in general. The only other prop that I can recommend is, again, and it's going to sound like I'm picking on Brock Purdy. I'm not. But again, the kid is who he is, right? He's, this is a huge spot for his age, for his experience level. For, for us to expect him to play a perfect game or even a great game, at his age and his experience level, like we're comparing him to the greats, the all-time greats, right? Like Ben Roethlisberger, he did it. Tom Brady did it when he was young. Patrick Mahomes did it when he was young. Not many. Like you're you're essentially saying Brock Purdy will be one of the greats. Eh, I think the kid is very good and he'll have a great career. One of the greats, not so fast. Brock Purdy over 0.5 interceptions, minus 115. If you can find that for minus 10, that's awesome. I didn't find it, <laughs> but I would take it up to 115 at least. Um, I mean, I, I would actually take that up to 120 or 125 because I think the juice is worth it. I think Purdy throws a pick in this one. Kansas City secondary is fantastic. Their their pass, pass rush, easy for me to say, is going to have Purdy on the run. And lastly, very quick podcast today, folks, because you've heard it all from me at this point. If the Chiefs move to plus three, and we've seen that before, right? Like somehow the Chiefs were plus three against the Bills in that playoff game this season. If the Chiefs move to plus three, I would bang the hell out of that spread. I'm not saying put your mortgage on it, but I suggested my premium customers to take it for three units in that case. Basically gave away all my premium picks in these two Super Bowl shows. Thank you all so much for listening all season, for going through this journey with me. We didn't win any contests this season. Boy, we are going to be we're going to be amped to put some W's in our win column next season in contests. But overall, a great season, especially against the spread. Love this podcast. Love doing it for all of you. Love you all and my constant listeners. I will see you soon. I will talk to you soon. More from laying the points coming soon. Let's win some damn money. 